Welcome back to a 2020 edition of My Neighbors Are Dead. We here at the show hope everybody had a great new year and Christmas and holiday, whatever you celebrated. And if you went home, I hope you fought a local cop to prove to your friends you still got it. Uh, we're excited. We're back with all new episodes this year. We're going to be doing some fun stuff for everybody. So we're looking forward to getting back at it. If you get a chance, click subscribe, leave a nice review for us. It does wonders for the show. We greatly appreciate it because you guys are the best. But we're here because we all know the big names in horror. Freddy, Jason, the giant ants from them. But who we don't know are the ones just outside the terror, the ones who didn't get to tell their tales. Now, I've said it many times before. I'm from Michigan. I'm born and raised. Um, that's where my home is. And whether we like it or not, we have sort of a Hatfield-McCoy thing going on with people from Ohio. But, you know, sometimes maybe if we just look past the veil and get to know who those people really are, it might not be such a bad thing getting to be friends with them, especially when they might want to beat the shit out of you. Well, that's what I talked to this week's guest about. But before that, my old friend Holly Laurent came by. She's the best. Uh, she's a co-host of the Campfire Media Show, Mega. She's awesome. We talked about all kinds of fun things. But mostly, we talked about things that we probably should no longer say to one another. Talking to Holly Laurent. Holly, thanks for doing this. We've ne I've never called you Peacock because why did we start calling you Peep Cup? Because our friend Tim's baby, he was trying to get him to say Peacock sucks and he could only say Peep Cup. Peep Cup. Yeah. I didn't even know that's why I call you that. Yeah, Peep Cup. Peep Cup. He, sa he said he spent like at least five minutes trying to get his son to say Peacock sucks, but he could only say Aww. Peep Cup. <laughs> Peacock and I, for those of you out there, Peacock and I spent maybe the most magical time of our lives together uh, yeah. in the greatest second city show of all time yeah and we were so i mean we you and i can right now go through a <laughs> rolodex of the most hideously offensive and inappropriate oh, bits backstage yeah. that like we were terrible, mm -hmm. but we were having so much fun. It was the best. <laughs> it was the best. Because at now, when, you know, because I teach over there, and they're <laughs> always like, yeah, everybody, I'll PC, everybody's welcome. Like, yeah, that's great. I'm all on board for that, but I miss doing that stuff with Holly. <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad. And then we did DC together, too. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. We were having a conversation. I don't know if we were out for drinks or backstage after one of the shows, but we would, somehow it came up, like, speaking of this stuff, was like our sex lives came up. And I still say you've, you've paid me one of the nicest compliments in the world. You said either I'm the most boring person in the sack or the <laughs> nastiest freak you've ever met. I yeah. said that to yes, you? Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do I stand by that? You're either super boring Super boring or like completely out there. But you know what? I'm going to tell you something. There's something to be said for both of those styles. Like a, Go on. Like a real like steak and potatoes, like, you know, like boring ass sex. <laughs> I think it's great. Yeah. Why not? All the time? <clears throat> I mean, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but anything all the time isn't good. Sure. Everything, everything in moderation. That's right. But I would say, I don't know. I That's terrible. I can't believe I said that to no. you. But you and I That's both... not the worst thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> I don't know, but I know it's worse than that. <laughs> oh, 
Julie and Katie and I are on a constant text thread all day long, every day together, <laughs> just kind of like keeping each other alive. Uh-huh. And um, we do a bunch of still of bits. Like, I don't know if you remember the dinghy bit. What's the dinghy bit? No. I can't say it out loud right now. Say it. No, I can't. Why? Is this something I said? Yeah. You oh. said it in a set. What did I say in the set? <laughs> dinghy bit? Say. Remember the dinghy? Okay. This is boring for anyone who doesn't know. Well, I'll tell you after we're not being mic'd. <laughs> oh, God. We do a, yeah, we should, I think we do a Patreon thing. We should say it and then like charge people 10 bucks to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> of how offensive we used how to be. How offensive we used to be. But now, I mean, we we evolve. I just heard a sure. TED talk that said, you're basically a different person every 10 years. Do you agree with that or disagree with I that? I think, uh, I mean, parts of me are different, I think. Yeah. I, th- I think generally my, the core makeup of me is the same, has always been the same. Yeah, I feel that too. Yeah. I feel that too. Um, I look back and I'm like, man, I've always been me. But yeah, this TED Talk. Yeah. I, I, I'm assuming the scientist like has a better grasp on it than me. He's like, sure. He's like, well, nobody knows you better than you. That's true. Although, according to Jahari's window, the, the like the four panes of glass are the things I know about me that you don't, the things you know about me that I don't, the things neither of us know about me and the things that we both know about me. Will you explain to me what the four, p- plane, four panes of glass are? So it's called Jahari's window. Are you looking at it I'm up? looking it up right now, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's that there are four things all the time. The, 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 like if you look at a, you know, a window that's mm-hmm. like divided with a little cross thing. So there's four panes of glass and the four panes of glass are... There are things that you and I both know about me. Okay. There are things that I know about me that you don't know about me. Then there are things neither of us know about me. And then there are things we both know about me. And you. Like there are things that you and I both know about you. There are things you know that I don't. There are things that I know that you don't. Yeah. And there are things that neither of us know about you. That's trippy. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I might still be a little bit high because I did I'm too effing high last night. No, that's okay. <laughs> I got it was so honored high last in prep for you coming, I I took an edible. So You did? Yeah. You're on an edible right now? Yeah. Really? Yeah. How do you feel? Great. I, I can't ever do edibles. Oh, uh, they're great. Really? Because I'm not I'm not I'm not drinking. How long have you not been drinking? It's only been like three weeks. That's so great. But I wanted to do it for 2020. So I started early. That's cool. Yeah. So those are great. Take one of those, like little little guy. How many milligrams? I think two and a half. So it's like microdosing. Yeah. It's nothing. Huh. Um That's cool. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> 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 um, Peep Cup, I'm so excited. That's great. Yeah, it's fun. But so you think being high from doing the show makes you think of the four panes of glass? I don't know why I was talking about that. Oh, we were like, ha- have we always been the same? Do we change? Oh, yeah. Do we evolve? Because I do think like, I-, I mean, we sit here and be like, oh, we're so offensive and you can't say anything now. But at the same time, like I I have changed a lot. Like even how long sure. has it been since we did? Because what, I now, he- yeah. And like I now hear things where I'm like, ow, that like hurts my soul. Sure. And it's stuff that I used to would have laughed at. But because I've <clears throat> changed and grown and, you know, that like Do you, you think know. you still have that capability of doing that of those bits though? Like do you does you does there is there something in you that still finds that stuff comical? Like yeah. the dinghy thing. I don't know what that is, but uh, Yeah, like because because I think the dinghy one, which I'll remind you in the Patreon spot, yeah. is us doing a joke that is we know who the target is. The target right. is the point of view of the person who's making that joke. Right. You know? So it's a joke you did in a set um, that 
was you're making fun of the type of person who says that type of thing. Okay. And so we're playing with those layers. Right. But like some person who's not interested in the layers or appreciating the layers, I should say, would be like, that's a terribly offensive thing to say. Yeah. But like when you and I know kind of the target and who you're punching mm -hmm. and all that, <clears throat> but there are things now where even, you know, I'll hear a woman... um comic talk uh you know just taking the piss out of herself for her physical body mm -hmm. and i'll be like i can see how it's super funny and but i am not laughing because it like hurts me yeah you know what i mean in terms yeah. of those just becoming more sensitive to those things yeah where i'm like the layer like does she have a right to uh make fun of herself and her physical form of course she does sure yeah um, and, and can I appreciate the actual comedic, like, value of the, like, crafted jokes? Mm -hmm. Fuck yeah. But, like, I'll, I'll be like, oh, that's probably something I used to would have just, like, wholeheartedly laughed at. And now I'm like, ow. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because I'm, I guess I've, like, um, I don't know, waking up a little bit more or whatever. I feel like with age, you either are, you're waking up more or you're falling asleep more you know i was just talking to a friend <clears throat> of ours today about letting people like letting older people be who they are mm. in terms of like when you go home yeah. i'm sure we all have it like yeah. you know inevitably something racist comes up right yeah and it's you know can you or homophobic homophobic or, sexist, or se yeah. yeah correct and like mm. can you really blame those people for being or making those statements yeah yeah, we on the plane when Greg and I were going um, home for the holidays, we were on the plane, and I was reading a Lindy West book, and so I was getting all fired up anyway about all my, you know. Mm -hmm. And I had remembered that at Thanksgiving there was a trans joke that I that that came up in the kitchen, and that everyone sort of was like, "Yep, yep, we support that line of thinking," you know. <laughs> right. Not right. that anyone said that, of but course. that's the, the 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 temperature of the room. Right. And I sat with it and I remember being like, why did I not in the, why didn't I do anything in that moment? Uh, Charlie, many things. I, mm -hmm. I don't like confrontation. Right. <clears throat> I don't think the person's worth it. I'm not going to change their mind. Right. I, you know, I don't want to be that person that starts shit at the holidays or what, or I was just cowardly. I don't know. It could be a number of things, but like it bothered me. It bothered me that mm -hmm. I was by, by not saying something, was I approving? Was I giving my like soft approval of a trans joke? Yeah. Of like, yeah, those people, right? Yeah. Everybody thumbs up. We're good. <laughs> right. They're not. Right. You know? <clears throat> and so I was on the plane just now being like, okay, if that happens again, like, what am I going to do? Mm -hmm. What am I going to do? Like I, and you know what I came up with? Cause I'm like, what if it's just when everyone's standing around? What if it's when we're around the table? What if it's, I'm going through all these things. This is probably, <clears throat> but just for your family though, right? <clears throat> This was Greg's family. Oh, Greg's family. <laughs> Sorry. He's not listening. He's looking up trans jokes. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what I decided? I'd love to hear your opinion of this. Yes. What I decided was if any of that happened for women or people of color or LGBTQIA+, blah, 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 that I was just going to very quietly and not with anything, I was going to stand up and walk out of the room. That's all I was going to do. I think that's probably the best in terms of a uh, familiar situation, family situation. Right? I think so, yeah. Because also, 
you don't ever change someone's mind by telling them what they should think right. at all. It's like right. that deep canvassing Dave Fleischer stuff of like, you only, it has to come through relationships and through you listening to them mm -hmm. and helping them identify their values and how these things affect people they love and care about. Now that we're talking about this, how do you think it's impossible to change somebody's mind? I do. I think only people can change their own minds. Yeah. Like, I don't think I could have told you, like, um, there's no such thing as, like, Jesus and God. Right. <laughs> but you found <clears throat> that yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Although you can... <clears throat> it's funny. I remember... Um, What's his name? What's the stand-up's name whose wife died like so mysteriously in uh, bed? Patton? Yeah, Oswald? Patton Oswald. Yeah. Um, I, I remember my brother sent me this bit. Have you ever seen his bit about like Sky Cave? Yeah, yeah. My brother sent me that like in our 30s and was like, can you imagine if we had seen this when we were in the grips of like, you know, that belief system yeah. that was like, I, that was... Um, Forming our idea of reality, mm -hmm. if we had seen Patton just do the sky cakes thing, yeah, it, yeah. it, it would have just opened a little tiny like window in our brain of like, wait, is there another way to yeah look at this? Yeah, I, I remember like working in a church in college in a in a it was a Presbyterian church that was like Presbyterians, according to the way I grew up, super evangelical. Like presbos were like super liberal and progressive compared yeah. to. And I remember this Presbyterian woman saying to me, like, I'm a Eucharistic minister. And me being like, what's Eucharist? Because we called it communion, you know? Oh, yeah. And um, she was like, oh, it's, you know, the body and blood and blah, 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 blah. And she's like, you know, and she just would mention things like, you know, the myth of creation or the this or that. And I'm like, the what of oh, creation? Yeah. You're talking about the very factual seven-day creation, right? You know, <laughs> And little yeah. things like that, like then it's, for me, it starts to be death by a thousand cuts. So I don't know. Maybe Maybe you can... I don't think it's a myth in Presbyterian of creation. Um, I fi I don't Is know it? to be honest, but sh th maybe it was just this woman. I don't know. Yeah, he he grew up Presbo. We'll have to ask him when his. Yeah, when Greg gets in here. <laughs> Greg's yeah. ignoring. Um, I want to write this down. Trans jokes and Presbos. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but it's funny. Like I I got a American Airlines survey sent to me recently, and mm -hmm. um. It was like, do you, you know, will you give us feedback about your recent flight and blah, blah, blah. And I was doing it. And at the end of the survey, it was asking your age and your salary level and all that stuff. And then it asked um, your gender and it had male or female boxes that you could tick. And then it said, do you have any other um, comments on the thing? And so I was like, yeah, my comment is that it worries me that you only have two boxes for gender. Mm -hmm. It it worries me for the people taking this um, that they don't see themselves represented. And it worries me that you as an organization like have not like made space for the fact that there are not only two genders. Mm -hmm. And even as I hit send, because I'm trying to do that now all the time. Um, the feedback part? <clears throat> <clears throat> of anything? Yeah, I was at a doctor's office, and when you know how you have to fill out the paperwork before your yeah. appointment, it only had a male and female box, and so I went up to the window, and I was like shaking when I did this. I was so because I hate confrontation so much, of course. and this to me feels like confrontation, even though yeah. it's just me saying like, "Excuse me," but I was like, "Excuse me," I just um, wanted to bring it to your attention that it concerns me the type of medical care I can receive in this facility when you're 
you know, the very first paperwork that you put in front of me only has two genders. Mm -hmm. I think that that is, um, that troubles me. And the woman just, her face was like, excuse me. Yeah. And I was like, it just worries me that your facility wouldn't be accounting for, like that there are more than two genders. And like, I, I went back and sat down. She was like, well, I'll, you know, I don't know what you want me to do. I just, I just was like, <laughs> right, but th- right, I was right. like, I just wanted you to know, like, cause you know, I'm trying to do that more and more of like, you know, anyway. Um, <clears throat> but, um, then I sat back down and there were people coming and like, it was spreading through the like back, you know, behind what the you had said. Yeah. And p- then people were coming and like looking at me and, they, and like more and more were arriving and like looking at me. And yeah. then I remember sitting there being like, oh, do they think I'm trans? And they're trying to figure out if I'm trans. And then I felt like self-conscious about that. And then I was like, oh my gosh, like that's the point that I'm like fearful that they'll think that I'm this thing. Like, and then I'm like, whoa, that's the whole, and also who cares if I am? Of course, And who knows what I am? Right. They don't know, you know, Jahari's window. I know something they don't know. There's there's four panes of glass. (laughs) But um, yeah, I... I hate doing that just because it scares the shit out of me. I don't like, I just don't like confrontation because I just spend a great deal of my time just wanting to be left alone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right. I just want to be left alone. Right. And, and that probably comes from the peacock stuff too. Probably. From, yeah, all of it. Like I hate when I go into a store and like somebody's just descends on you and asks you if they can help a bunch of times. I just want to be left alone. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't want to complain. I don't want to, like, I was saying to somebody, too, like, I don't think I've ever sent back a meal at a restaurant. Yeah. Even if it's wrong. I'll just <gasps> eat it. Because <laughs> I don't want to deal with it. Yeah, I know. I don't want to, like, in my head, I'm like, I'm making that person feel bad, even though potentially they're the one who messed up. Right. I just, I, I just don't want to do it. Have you ever been in a, like, uh, intimate relationship with a person who likes to fight? I don't know if they liked it. But you seem to fight all the time. We had some fights, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can't do that either. I've been in those relationships, but I learned pretty quickly, like, yeah, I can't be in this kind of relationship. I can't fight. (laughs) Yeah, I can't fight. I don't like fighting because I'll I'll acquiesce. I'll be like, you're right. I'm wrong. I just want this to be over. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm even the type of person where when anybody ever says to me, like, what happens in your body when you hear the words, hey, Adam, can I talk to you? Uh my stomach drops. Absolutely. Yeah. Same thing. If anybody ever is like, I need to talk to you, I'm like, oh, I yep. have 10 divorces. I commit suicide. Yep. <clears throat> I go through 10 more lifetimes of devastation mm-hmm. and then I like burn in hell. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're just like, was going to ask if you felt like um, carry out or cooking. Totally. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, why did I just go through Armageddon emotionally? I talked to my therapist about that <laughs> because it's worst case scenario for everything. Yeah. Every single time it's worst case scenario. But don't you think that's you emotionally preparing yourself to be able to, in the mo- whatever it is, like you'll be like, I, I was prepared because I thought of it first. I didn't get blindsided. Yes. Yeah, I do too. But there's that, but I think there's also a, a real sense of like, I'm going to fuck this up. Yeah. What no matter, like when I came in for the show, like I, I was so happy and so excited, but I was Every single time, for the first part anyways, I was of the mind frame, like, I'm going to blow this. I'm going to get fired. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna screw it up for everybody. They're all going to hate me. And you were our favorite thing. You, like, made that whole experience better. I, I, don't, I do it with everything. Do you think you can change people's mind? I don't know. Not by yelling at them. Yeah, like exactly. you said, you can't do it like that. Right. Of, you're I mean, wrong. Yeah. 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 Oh, I remember why I brought up Ruth. Oh, 
was it those sweet cans? <laughs> you haven't been able to stop picturing them. I drew a bunch of boobs on this paper. <laughs> I've been watching. Um, she, this Christmas, so <clears throat> she goes, you know that big, pretty um, church that's like where Franklin kind of by... Um, Who's the white desk guy who's not Colbert or the Jimmy Dumb one, but the other one? Not Conan Fallon. O'Brien? No, the other one who's not Fallon. Kimmel? Yeah, Kimmel. You know right by where Kimmel is? That yeah. big church with the um, AIDS ribbon on it? Yes, yes. So Ruth goes to that church. Okay. And she uh, works, she like um, serves in the church. She like will be, uh, she passes out the programs and she'll help with, I don't know, seating or something. Mm-hmm. And... um. She has like a lovely experience at this church. And she came to me before the holidays and was like, I know how you feel about um, religion. Because, well, that's not how she talks. <laughs> I know how you feel, Holly, about religion. Um, but but she was like, my church is really cool and it's gay friendly. And she was like, our, pre- our pastor um, has purple hair and she's queer and it's so great. And she was like, I was wondering if you would like to come on uh, Christmas Eve because I'm going to be working the services. <laughs> and I was like, I have not been able to darken the door of a place of worship <laughs> in decades. But I was like, you know what, Ruth? I don't know if it's those cans or what. <laughs> Them jobs you got here. <clears throat> or or just my deep love of her. Or like, I trust her. That it's a good place, you know? Yeah. And it's good people. And I was like, hey, Greg, do you want to go to a Christmas Eve service at that church over on Franklin by, over by Kimmel? And you should have seen his fi- He went white like a good... <laughs> Because we kind of have a joke between us of like, do you th- like what if I became a Christian again? Do you think we would stay together? And he's always like, uh, no. <laughs> and um, and his face, he was like, are you serious? And I was like, yeah, I kind of want to go. Like, let's go. It's Christmas Eve. Yeah, there will be candles and and you know those Christmas songs and Ruth will be there. And- yeah. Greg got super freaked out. <laughs> He's like, I can't believe you're even suggesting this. And I think he got scared that I was changing. And I was like, what if I did start to believe again? What if you did? What do you think that would look like? Well, you know what? I, I talked about this on, on Exvangelical Podcast, but Pete Holmes recently fucked me up because I was listening to Pete Holmes' story mm-hmm. of how he grew up um, Christian. And then after his divorce and all that, he fell away, became an atheist. <clears throat> and was like, I'm going to do all the things I never did because I was a Christian. Mm-hmm. I'm going to drink and I'm going to do drugs and whatever. And he did mushrooms and it brought him back to God. Wow. And now he's like, a, he, he calls himself God-leaning. Mm-hmm. But he is like, this is the tradition I was raised with. And I'm interested in finding the beauty in the myths and the stories and the, the goodness of it. Because it's, it's, it doesn't have to be what people turned it into, which is a really ugly thing. Yeah. And I, I had a conversation with my brother about that where he was like, yeah. I was like, the, Pete kind of fucked me up a little bit talking about that. And um, because I, and my brother said the same thing. He's like, yeah, it's been kind of cozy and easy to be an atheist, hasn't it? And I was like, yeah, it's super, it's so easy and cozy just yeah. to be like, nothing, nothing. Right. Fuck it, nothing, you know? And then it's uncomfortable and awkward to be like, Maybe something. I was talking to Allie about this last night as we were driving home. Uh, We were talking about religion and how it bums me out because 
I think, and I, again, I could be wrong and we talk about changing. I could change my mind after I say this, but I think it bums me out because I want it to be real. Oh, yeah. There's a part of me that wants it to be real and I know it's not. Right. I know. Like for me, I believe that I know it's not. Right. And then I, cause I'm an asshole. I compared it to like, it's the same way I feel like when I read Spider-Man cause I know I'm never going to get spider powers. Right. But I, I, it would be nice if it was real. Right. That'd be cool. Right. And wouldn't it be so convenient that we have the one that's that's right and real and true? <laughs> right. What? Yes, it'd We're be so great. lucky. And well, the only thing we did to get it was we lucked into being born into it? Oh, yeah, man. It'd that's, be great. Yeah, we're chosen. I'm still baptized, though, so even if it is real, <laughs> I'm I'm in. You're doing, what's that called? Not Occam's Razor. That's called like Philip's Paradigm, Peter's, what's the thing called? I don't know. I've never heard that. The, what's the thing called of like just in case, Greg? No. What is it? Occam's razor. No, the the thing Katie would always talk about it. It's called I can't believe you're gonna be Hey Katie, I'm with Peep Cup right now. Period. Anything you want me to give him shit about? Question mark. And also, what is that one theory called about how you should um believe in God just in case there's hell? Question mark. What's that called? Question mark. That's she'll great. Get, I want back. to know what she says. She right back. She, um, uh, she had a moment. We were talking about things we won't say on here, but Ratterman, he and I and Timmy came by one night to play the set, and Mark and Katie were doing a scene, and there was a lovely exchange in there that now probably wouldn't fly, but was very funny at the time. And I'll oh, tell you. Yeah. Do you know oh, what yeah. I'm talking about? Uh, I can't remember. Well, we'll put it in the Patreon. Put it in the Patreon. <laughs> we'll, we'll jack it up to 1050. PTP. PTP. Put it in the Patreon. Um, but... but just one quick, so, but that thing about this um, principle that Katie's going to tell us what it's called is that my, my problem with it is that what you're basing that on. What'd she say? She said, Holly, your voice to text is bonkers. Oh, I said, Katie, I'm with Pete Cup. I can't <laughs> believe you're gummy right now. Anything you want to give him shit about? Um, <laughs> Um, uh, is that what that is based on is that there is a very real hell, a place of eternal torment and punishment. See, I for, yeah. So, so like if that's a thing, <clears throat> mm-hmm. there is a divine power yeah. who has created a place of eternal torment. Mm-hmm. Cool. Sounds like a cool guy. <laughs> I'm who, with you. Who I would like to, um, give all my adoration and worship and praise. Huh? Yeah, no, you're right. Also, I didn't even think about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so, but I feel like I cut you off. What's your, um, no, Pascal's wager? Pascal's wager. Pascal's wager, right? Or the Peter principle. (laughs) Pascal's wager. Or the second city. Or the second city. Pascal's wager. Um, <laughs> and and then Julie immediately replies, "Are you sure you don't mean Pascal's wiener?" So that's where it goes. <laughs> um, so you can say to Julie, like, "I couldn't help but notice you didn't have any wieners in your mouth." <laughs> <laughs> we gotta tell. I'll just hit voice to text and have you yeah. say. Um, but I feel like I cut you off because you were no. about to say something. Like when we were talking about, do you think you can change someone's mind? You were still thinking something. Oh, is there anything that you so steadfastly believe that there's nothing? that could be said to you or presented to you that you would change your mind about? Ooh, that is such a good question. I mean, the really only answer to that is like death, right? Mm-hmm. But um, 
I mean, it's what I want. It's like my deepest desire out of a relationship. It's like, I, I remember- To change? No, that I could stake my life on this person's loyalty, you know? Yeah. Like that that I could believe that deeply in a human relationship. Yeah. Um, Because my fear, I have huge fear of like being left in abandonment issues and all Me that too. stuff. You do too? Oh, yeah. I wonder, yeah. Um, but <clears throat> I, I don't know. Do you? I don't know. I, I don't think so. I like to think that I'm open-minded enough to where I could see the other side of anything, but yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I love, or uh, even, I'm sorry, not, not to interrupt, but not to change my mind, but at least to maybe understand that other argument or other point of view. Right. Exactly. Like what Pasquese says about listening is like true listening is a willingness to be changed. Mm -hmm. And, and yeah, I love how scientists say that, how scientists are like, oh, we'll never say that that's a, they're like, right now we think that's right. it. Right. But the whole thing of studying science is that we're going to prove ourselves wrong and then we're going to prove that wrong and then we're going to prove, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I think it's funny. I even hear my own words in my head right now. I used to always tell my improv students, like, be aware of anyone that tells you this is the way to play. Yeah. Because it could be a way. Right. To play, but I think there are as many different ways of playing as there are players, mm -hmm. and I kind of think that about like that's the problem with religion too. Like, beware of anyone who says like this is the way. Like, well, that could be a way. Sure, I'm glad that that works for you. <laughs> I went to that. Do you remember that, that church on Belmont in Chicago when we were when we were still living there? Like, I lived at Belmont and Broadway. There was a big church on oh, Belmont yeah. right there, right by the playground. Yeah, yeah, yes, exactly. My mom came out to visit me one night, and she wanted to go to mass on Sunday, and she. She she pulled the mom thing like it would be really nice if you came with me. So I went, and again, still still hold the views that I do. But after watching like the spectacle of it, I thought like I can understand why people get something out of this because it is really it's kind of awe inspiring to watch it all go down. Yeah, like yeah. that's really cool. Like to get caught up in that in the I hate not to cheapen it, but like the showmanship of it. Yeah, I it's mean, cool. It, it's really all it is, isn't it? Like right. showmanship. Oh, uh, we do gotta go, but do you like horror movies? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I sat and wept on the steps to that church because I got dumped on that corner. On no. Broadway and Belmont. And I went and stood, sat on the steps to that church and I was stunned. And I was like sort of half crying, but I couldn't even cry because I was in shock. Oh, buddy. And that was my big breakup before I met Greg and got married. Greg was working at that church, right? He saw you crying on <laughs> the door. Came and he came out, <laughs> he ripped the clerical collar off. <laughs> We went and fucked in the rectory. It was so hot. I'm going to talk to him about it when he gets here. Fucking priests is hot. Um, <laughs> no, I can't watch horror movies. I'm terrified of them because I have way too active imagination. I grew up with demon yeah. stuff and um, they like keep me up at night. I don't like the jump out scares. Yeah. Sometimes I like the thriller stuff. Like I was able to do, you know, like Silence of the Lambs and like um, um, the Jordan's first one. But um, Get out. Yeah. But for the yeah. most part, like, no. I, I couldn't. Do you? Do you love them? I love them. I wonder They're great. why. What, it, what does that do? I think because I see myself as so ugly that I'm a monster and then I can relate to the monsters on TV. Do you think that's it? Probably. It's got something to do with it. I think, see, speaking of a woman making fun of her body, I remember you doing so many self-deprecating jokes. And me, I remember always thinking like, Adam truly doesn't know that he's good looking. That's not true. Adam. Those jokes probably did crush because I'm very funny. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> You're like a really attractive person. And I would be an okay like English teacher in ninth grade. <laughs> <laughs>
That's it. Okay, English teacher? Like, you no, know, when you're in ninth I, grade, you're like, oh my God, that guy's so hot. Then you get old, and you're like, oh, he's just a neighbor. <laughs> First of all, you're tall. I am tall. Which I really like. A lot of people really like tall. 6'4". And you're attractive. You are good looking. I genuinely believe that you don't see how good looking you are. <laughs> <laughs> but I think... I'm going to tell Greg what he gets here. <laughs> if you took kids who tell the truth and yeah. put a lineup of people in front of them and said, pick the attractive ones, you would get picked. All right. We'll put that up on the Patreon too. <laughs> it's, you just upped it to 11 bucks. <laughs> Um, this was so fun. I want to just keep doing this, but we do have to go. It's just so good to catch up with it you. It is fun. I haven't seen you in forever. What neighborhood do you live in? Silver Lake. Allie and I just moved to Silver Lake. Hey, cool. Yeah. Okay, great. We're not far from each other. No, we're not at all. We're not. Because you guys are still in the same place, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. We're in the hills. Yeah. We're... You can come swim in our pool. Maybe you can meet Ruth. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right. So let's try to get a picture of me and Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put it up on Campfire Media. And she likes pot, and now you're... Into pot. I mean, I'm into the edible I took. <laughs> <laughs> Holly, thank you. Uh, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk to Akron, Ohio's own Stacey Hemphill. Hey, neighbors. Adam and Nate here to talk to you about Patreon. Now, this podcast is possible due to our Patreon patrons, and you can become one by going to patreon.com slash myneighborsaredead. Supporting the show on Patreon's easy. You pay what you can, and in return, you get My Neighbors Are Dead merch, behind-the-scenes info on how we make the show, a shout-out on future episodes, and more. You may be wondering what we use this money for. Well, we use it for things like production costs, website hosting, traveling for the show, and our monthly meds. We are both severely medicated. Sad but true. Now, podcasting isn't cheap, and we appreciate any help you can give. If you'd like to see how you can help out the show, go to patreon.com slash myneighborsaredead. Thanks for listening, and now back to the show. Uh, are you all set? Yeah, I'm good. Good. Uh, Although, do you got smokes? <laughs> no, I don't. I can get some for you, though, I think. Yeah, if we can get some smokes, that'd be great. Yeah, we got to have somebody here who can do that. Okay, that's uh, cool. Did you find the place okay? Oh, yeah, I walked. You walked? Yeah, I can't drive right now. Why not? I don't got no license. <laughs> that's tough. I'm riding bikes. Yeah. I My credit card doesn't work, so I can't even do those scooters because you got to have a credit card. You do have to have a credit card. You don't want those mechanical scooters? I've tried, but my it wouldn't work, so I don't want to do it. Yeah, you could break an ankle on that, too. Yeah. I've been, well, I got an anklet, too, so. <laughs> you have an anklet? Yeah, look at this. Whoa, that is, yep. Blinking. It is blinking. Are you supposed to be here? Yeah, I can be here. Okay. Uh, I, I mean, right now I'm, I'm within a hundred mile, made hundred foot radius of my of my place. Okay. Well, so, that's good. Yeah. Because I don't want you to get in trouble or anything like that. Yeah. yeah uh, that I'm talking to Stacy Hemphill from Akron, Ohio. Hey, everybody. That's that's big news. Yeah. What's Akron, Ohio like? Because I'm from Michigan, so I sort of don't like people from Ohio. Oh fuck, Michigan man. <laughs> I hear you. You bunch of hill jacks. <laughs> Yeah. Do you know why we call people in Michigan Hilljacks? Sleeping Bear Dunes? Is that it? I I'm, I'm asking. I don't know. Oh, I, don't, I just I know, know that people in Michigan are called Hilljacks. It's hilly in some parts, but I don't think it's... We're not known for the hills. You're known for the fresh water. Five, five lakes. And then lots of little lakes inland. Mm-hmm. 
I heard something like you're never further than like a half a mile from a fresh body of water. Uh, that's probably true. In Michigan. In Michigan, yeah. And you got good peaches. I, yeah. But for the most part, you're a bunch of fuck faces. <laughs> if you ask me. Yeah. Pieces of shit. I, I, Although yeah. I do like Kid Rock. He's cool. You do like Kid Rock? Yeah, I like yeah. Kid Rock. He's great. He's friends with president, man. He what? could be president. Well, he almost, there was a rumor he was going to run for Senate. I think he should. You think so? You think he'd be a good politician? I don't really know what they do in the Senate, <laughs> but seems like it'd be good money. It's a lot of government stuff. Yeah, government stuff. Yeah. It'd be so boring. I got to know, Stacey, what are your views on the government? Oh, Can we being from Akron, Ohio, it's a pretty, I think, Republican Republican state. Yeah. Yeah. We're a Republican state all the way. Yeah. Red. That's red. That's red. Yeah, that's red. <laughs> Which I think is superior because uh, it's the first one in the rainbow, first color. You know what I mean? That, yeah, Roy G. Biv. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Roy G. Biv. Yeah. Oh, first I thought you were talking about Roy. Do you know Roy G. Biv? No, I don't know Roy G. Biv. It's is like Jablonski a... or something, but they call him Roy G. Biv. He's it... Roy Jablonski. Roy Jablonski? Yeah, he has that bar he opened up in his garage. I, can you do that? That's great. He's on Ferndale. Yeah, you can do You can open oh, really? a bar anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> is but... he from Akron? Is that? Yeah, he's from Akron. Do you hang out? What's the name of the bar? Oh, he calls it um, Happy Wife, Happy Life. That's great. But women aren't allowed in there. <laughs> but I'll go in there because he knows I'll fuck him up. Yeah, you, you, I'm not. This is meant as a total compliment. You look like you have, you have that look about you where you could really cause some damage. That's because you can tell my lip was hanging off at one point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. Look at these stitches. That's that's pretty gnarly. Yeah, my I'm. <laughs> my lip was hanging off my face. How did that happen? Because I a dog. The dog. Yeah. Whoa. His name was Diesel. Fucking dog. What? Ha do you? Can you tell me about that? Because that's not without scary. smoking a cigarette. I need a cigarette. I must start shaking. Here We're gonna track down a pack of those smokes for you real think. quick. Yeah. I mean, you're able to like boss people around, right? You're a tall white guy. I I, no, I don't. I mean, no, I don't like to boss people around. Oh really? I I don't. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to do that. Do you want me to? Yeah. Because I mean, I'm kind of. I'll do whatever you want. Yeah, I get I get turned on by dominant dudes. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you in a relationship right now? Oh, uh, yeah, a few. Wow, few yeah. relationships. So you're polyamorous. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm one at a time. One at a time. Oh, so you just have a relationship, then you move on to the next one, and then. Well, I mean, just at a time in the time, like at eight o'clock. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. Like if you're over in my place at eight o'clock, uh -huh. I'm just with you. How long do I get? You look like a guy that would go like five, ten minutes. I would eat you up. I would well, see. Here's what I like. I like when a guy is like acts like he's gonna dominate me, uh -huh. and then I just beat the shit out of him. That's what I like. <laughs> That's why I like tall guys like you, because then you don't get that hurt. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't want to yeah. like hurt a rotator cuff or a meniscus or anything. I just yeah. want to scare the shit out of you. Yeah, you. When I see the fear in your eyes, oh yeah. That's what I like. <laughs> That's what I like. You could probably throw me around and not hurt me too bad. I'm pretty big. Is that dip? Could we dip? Is it, do you dip? I don't dip. I just bought this on the way here because I I don't know why. I bought that in a scratch-off ticket. Mm. You can have some of it, sure. I'll take some. Yeah, get in there. Thanks, man. That's skull. They're, they're individual packs. They're not like the, you know, like the loose leaf stuff. That's cool. Okay, yeah. I'm going to put it in my Oh. I'm, I have to know, Stacy. So if I'm at your house from eight, do I, and I say I go five, ten minutes. Yeah. Do I get the whole hour or do I have to leave like immediately or... Depends on like if you bring a tombstone pizza or something. And then uh, we'll probably get into that a little bit, make uh -huh. some drinks. I like that. And then, uh, you know, I'm just saying like I, I don't do that sick 
shit where people are doing that like orgy stuff you know what i mean yeah no I, one at a time i can say as somebody who's never been in an orgy i think that's the way to go that's right yeah and i also i i've been i've been with two guys same day didn't like it no i I'd, I'd like to say i'd like to say separate them by the days you know what i mean i think that's smart but i will tell you this you cannot sleep over Oh, that's probably for the best. But you bring a DiGiorno's, I would watch a movie with you. I mean, so I'm figuring this out piece by piece. Yeah. Tombstone, we're just hanging out, eating the pizza, and then I'm gone. And I'm not doing nothing with no girls. <laughs> nothing with no girls. I don't like that shit. No. I, I don't like that shit. I would not even suggest it. If I were to come over. I'm not saying that I will. Yeah. I'm just... But if anybody ever told you I did anything... With a girl, they're fucking lying. They are lying? I've never done nothing with a girl. I don't even have girlfriends. <laughs> Just all guy friends? Yeah. Just yeah. Roy and everybody from Akron? You know LeBron James is from Akron, Ohio. Oh, yeah, I like him. He's good. I like tall. I like tall. He's a tall guy. I could beat the shit out. He'd be able to take a good... It would take me a while to get a scared look out of that dude's eye. That'd be like chopping down a tree. Oh. <sighs> He's big and he's big and strong. You just gave me a new fantasy. What is the what is the domination process look like? I mean, like, do you start like is it f like verbal threats? Is it physical threats? What what is it that gets you to that place? Well, what I like is uh, to make you think that you're in charge. Okay, you know, yeah, yeah. And then I like to flip the script so that then first you'll get a little confused, mm -hmm. and then it first. I'll slap you maybe like I'll give you like a little bitch slap you know what I mean yeah. where you're like well I wasn't expecting that but I'm big guy I can take it you know yeah. what I mean next thing you know I got both hands behind your back you're scared mm -hmm. you know pull your pants down around your ankles I I start spanking you at first you kind of like it yeah and then I'll like pull out a ping pong paddle wooden spoon I'll start hitting you in the head with a wooden spoon you know what I mean uh, yeah, I do. Get to the point where you're like, okay, that's enough, <laughs> you know, type of thing. Right. You, what you'll do is you'll kind of joke, this is funny, you yeah. know, you, you're all a what, buck 10, you know, really, I'm only 105 pounds. Yeah. I mean, I'm five foot one, 105 pounds, you know what I mean? And you'll be like, what's she going to do? But man, once that look of confusion goes through the like, ha-ha phase, this is pretty funny, and then you genuinely get scared, like, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah. This could this girl could be like, cutting me up and eating me later. That's right where I want you. I mean, it, it it's a new day. Yeah. I mean, people are just into some fun stuff. I know, right? Takes all kinds. Yeah. Takes all kinds. Speaking of all kinds, yeah. and I don't know if you want to talk about it. If you don't, you don't have to. Joy? Yeah. Yeah. Your neighbor held somebody captive for like seven years. Yeah. My backyard butts off to Old Nick's backyard. <laughs> and I knew he had that shed. Never saw him taking no uh, uh, mowers out of it. No lawn equipment, nothing like that. Yeah. No blowers, no weed whackers. Just things you generally find in a shed. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, it had like the, oh, what's that silver thing that rotates on the top? Like, oh. why does a shed need the oxygen thing or whatever that thing is? Do you know what that thing is? I think it's yeah, I think it's like a, just a vent. Yeah, a vent. 
and uh, saw that, never saw, you know, I, he'd go in there every day. Yeah. That shed's probably 18 feet from my bedroom window. 18 feet? Yeah. That's not far. No. And you I, never heard Joy or, or her son, Jack, in there at all? No. I saw the day that Jack got out, though. Oh, you saw the carpet get taken out and all that? Yeah. What? That being the first thing you saw taken out of the shed, what do you? What are your thoughts? Or do you not even notice? Because I know some neighbors just kind of mind their own business. Don't don't uh, don't go messing. Has been something we've said on here before. I thought it looked like a nice rug, and I was like, if that's going on the street, I'm going to go snatch it up. Yeah, because you know how if you put something on the street, it's it's up for grabs. I believe that is correct. Yeah. Yeah. So I just was like, I'm going to keep my eye on that rug, and then my second thought was, I wonder why there's a rug in there. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because it was like a nice rug. Yeah. Uh, why would there be a rug in the shed? You know what I'm I mean, that's a great question. There's, like we said previously, a wee whacker that would be appropriate. A blower, a leaf blower, yeah, a riding mower. A could a riding mower could have fit in there. Uh, in most sheds, yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, yeah, never heard nothing. It was soundproofed. It was like uh, he made it like a sound studio or something in there. Yeah. Do you? What's your relationship like now? That he's been arrested and convicted of kidnapping and, you know, sexual assault. And... Oh, with old Nick? Yeah. <laughs> yes, with old Nick. Oh, man. I, I mean, you know how everybody, when somebody shoots up a school or somebody <laughs> kills like a lady by strangling or whatever, everybody goes, this is the nicest kid. He was the coolest guy. He was mm-hmm. so normal. We didn't notice anything. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Everybody says that stuff. I didn't say that about old Nick. You said this is something he probably do? absolutely <laughs> i'm like if there's one thing i would have said previous to this all coming out yeah about old nick is that looks like a guy who would rape a gal in front of her kid every day for seven straight years that's what i just would have said like if i was just describing him yeah you know what i mean like i would have just that it's exactly what he looks like and i i might be a little bit like i i have that gift like an intuitive type of thing where i know certain things about people like yeah. i can tell you stuff about lebron james just from looking at him okay well, let's do you want to dish on lebron because he's like the best basketball player in the world right now well we hated him and then we loved him again we loved yeah. him and then we hated him and then we loved him yeah yeah you know what i mean yeah uh that's pretty damning if that's how you think somebody looks i'll tell you this just looking at LeBron James, here's a couple of things. Yeah. He genuinely believes in a virgin birth, Jesus Christ, and all that. Loves Christmas. It's his favorite time of year. I think that's a pretty, yeah. He's a family man, but when he's on the road, you know, he actually likes flat-chested, petite gals. Almost exclusively Latina. Wait, is that true? And he runs train. We're going to have to do some, that's, that's pretty damning evidence against LeBron. We're going to have to do some research on that. But if that is true, oh boy. It, it, that's what I've always said about LeBron. And that's uh, exactly what I always said about uh, old Nick. I was like, this. So in your mind, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but so in your mind, LeBron James and old Nick are the same person? Oh, no, no. I mean, old Nick is in jail. You know what I mean? Well, and I don't LeBron mean like, is like making millions of billions of dollars a year. Yeah, I don't mean like literally the same person. I just mean like personality-wise, they're not, they're the same guy. Oh, no. I was just showing you my detailed level of intuition when, Got it. when I see people. Got it. Yeah. Um, Have you always been this way? Have you always had that kind of intuition? Like, 
you know, when you were in high school or junior high? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I could look at a guy and be like, he's cheating on his wife. Really? Absolutely. But you know what? What? That's almost every dude who's married. Oh, boy. That's... So maybe it's not a gift. I'm gonna t- guys aren't the best. No. We're not. No. I mean, look at jail population alone. Look at the, the number of women who go to prison mm-hmm. versus the number of men. I, I mean, it's got to be it's got to be significantly more men, right? Women are better. I've... They're just better creatures. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know where my uh, sexual proclivities come from, but I'm guessing that I'm just messing around a little bit with the idea of like, it's like this. Did you ever see that movie where Brad Pitt was scalping all the Nazis? Yeah. Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, I saw. yeah. Yeah. You know how good it felt to you when you were like, yeah, do that to those Nazis. It, yes. It felt great. That's why I like to beat the shit out of men. Same feeling you got when you watched that Tarantino movie. Yeah. Oh, Tarantino. I could tell you things about him. What do you think about him? He likes feet. He likes feet? I mean, I... <laughs> oh, he likes feet. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But he likes the... He likes the... Uh, them toenails that get so thick they're bark-like. Like the bark of a tree from the fungus. He likes it like that. He also likes very stinky people. He likes to smell armpits. He likes he's he likes stinky smells. Wow, that's yeah. and you you can just tell that by looking at him. Yeah, and he's riddled with infections. He's got every STD you can have except AIDS. And he doesn't treat them. That's the thing too. <laughs> what? No, he will not go to the doctor. He's got all of it. And you know what? People still sleep with him. And you got all of this from like a press junket that he did. I just I can look at somebody tell tell them exactly everything about them. I want to know what you think about me, but I don't think I want to do it right now. Uh, you're so easy. You're too easy. Don't waste my time. All right, yeah, okay, I won't do it. You tell you you say like sexual proclivities and the way you speak about women. Is there any chance that maybe you secretly do want to hook up with some ladies? Not that I want to get too involved in your personal life, but I think pussies are disgusting. Man, one time I tasted a pussy. I'll oh, here, okay. I'll tell you what, I I never been so grossed out in my entire fucking life. Okay, do you want to expand on that? So you one time you tasted a pussy. It was an accident. How did that this happen? This is why I don't go to the dance clubs anymore. God. I I was down, you know how you kind of get down on your knees like as if you were going under the um limbo lower now, you know, but you're just dancing like that. There's no bar. I've There's no limbo. Yeah. 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 And so I'm down there, limbo lower now, dancing like that, down on my knees. I <laughs> you know. And this girl just just short skirt. Next thing I know she's standing right above me. Got no underpants on. God, it was so gross. <laughs> it was so gross. So how did so what did you do? I was I- licking it. <laughs> it was so gross oh god how long did it take you to decide that it was gross because it seems like you were down there for a while i was dancing the song was at the climax of the song yeah you know you get moved by the beat ah yeah sometimes you just get caught up in the in the moment yeah i mean if there was a girl who looked like me who thought like me, who mm-hmm. walk like me, who talk like me. Yeah. I could be convinced. Well, I mean, you know, 
that's that's the question man's been trying to answer since the beginning of time. If you could have sex with yourself, would you do it? Oh, is that the question man's been asking since the beginning of time? I mean, I'm sure it's got to be one of them. Really? I think so. Oh man, cavemen, cave. You know, that's going to be a new. That's going to be a new fantasy of mine. That I walk in the door. Yeah, it's me. Oh man, that would be some hot romping in the sack. You know, what you I'm sound saying? like a fun, fun time. I mean, not just the sex stuff, but like you like to go to clubs and you know, you can kind of profile people based on you know seeing them. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. I might be psychic. I might be a medium. I don't know. Yeah. I, who knows? Who knows what anything is? But yeah, I like to dance. I'm a great dancer. I bet. I'm a great dancer. I can dance to anything. Uh, I can dance with anybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I prefer a very tall man. <laughs> I like men who are very tall. Yeah. As you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know. Uh, I don't know. I hope Joy's all right. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. I, I think about her a lot. I think, you know, here we were laying in bed. Practically side by side, 18 yeah. feet apart for seven years. I'm coming home, half in the bag, three sheets. She's just in there, post-assault, trying to like read books to her kid. You know what I mean? You think there's a little bit of uh, kind of a, 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 a different version of survivor's guilt you think you have? Because I imagine that's got to be pretty tough, knowing that you were that close and you did nothing. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, say more about survivor's guilt. Well, <laughs> how do you know if you got it? <laughs> I mean, when something bad happens and you sort of come out of it unscathed, you know, you feel bad about that because nothing bad really happened to you. Yeah. <clears throat> that might be why I got this anklet. I got this anklet. Oh, yeah. How did you get that anklet? 48 hours after Joy got out of there. What? There were SWAT teams, there were helicopters. Yeah. Uh, it was quite a scene. And I'm sitting there. Problem was, I had just smoked a tiny bit of meth in my bedroom. Yeah. I'm there for all of it. That'll do it. And I'm afraid to come out. And now there's FBI. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, oh God, I haven't smoked meth in a really long time. I'm doing good. That's great. Yeah, that's great. You shouldn't go back to meth. Nah. You're too nice was, for that. You go through periods, you know, seasons. <laughs> yeah. Seasons. Yeah. Uh, so they, they put an anklet on you because you had meth on you? Oh no! I just so I just stayed in my window and watched it all go down. Oh yeah, I saw her come out. Mm-hmm. I thought, boy, she's cute. She looks a lot like me, actually. To be totally honest with you, you do kind of look alike. Isn't that funny? That is weird. Yeah, she's kind of petite. Yeah, you know. Uh, so I saw her come out. Yeah, I felt bad. I was like, wow, she's just right there this whole time. I never heard nothing. I never saw nothing. I mean, besides having the thought, and no weed whackers are coming out of there. Of course. And noticing the carpet. And I'd gone around front the day the rug came out, in case it was going to be on the street. Uh, So not feeling too good about all that. Once I sobered up, I I have a nickel-plated pistol that I keep under my pillow. And I just, I went out that day with, with it, you know. Ohio's concealed carry, so I, I went out with it, and I was um, looking for a good time, but I ended up just holding up a couple of bros at gunpoint just because they look like asshole dipshits. So you robbed somebody. That's why you got the anklet. The thing is, I didn't, I wasn't even robbing them. I was just kind of trying to fuck with them, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because they just look like a couple of. Fuckwits, you know, I was like, the fuck these guys. 
Yeah. You know, that maybe they reminded me of old Nick or something, or maybe I just just felt like fucking with somebody, you know, now I got an anklet. Maybe I, you were trying to explore your more of your proclivities. That's right. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, I'm no psychologist or, you know. But now I can never own a gun again in the state of Ohio, so what are you going to do? Would you move to a different state just to own a gun? I'd think about it. What do you, like where? <laughs> I mean, there's 49 other states. I don't, like, pick one. I mean, I hear, Iowa? I hear that the female to male ratio in Alaska is pretty good. There's like nine dudes for every one girl. Looks like good odds up there. You should make the move. I hear Alaska's beautiful. I've never been. Never you should been go. Alaska? No. Yeah, me neither. You should go. They got salmon, whales. Beautiful. You ever eaten salmon? I have. Really? It's great. What's it like? It's fishy. Fishy? Yeah. It's salmon-like. You've never had it? I've had fish fillet. That's I tell you what, fish fillet is great. I Salmon's like better. Fillet. Salmon's better than fish fillet. I'm yes. Does it have a slice of uh, processed cheese on top? No, but we could probably get one. I'm gonna send out somebody who's getting smokes and pick up a nice salmon while they're gone too. Oh yeah, yeah. What kind of smokes do you want? I'll, I'll get whatever you feel. Like. I don't smoke, so it's really up you to you. You gotta have one with me. You gotta have one. I have to. Yeah, yeah. Fine, then I'm gonna say Marlboro Marlboro Reds. Oh, I thought you were gonna say lights. Oh, no. I like you. You said reds. Ooh. Is red better than lights? Yeah, it means you're a little tougher than I thought you were. Oh, you're going to beat me up. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> well, thanks for coming by, Stacey. Hey, I, I got like a feeling we're not done, but... We're, we're... not done. I, I, There's something I like about you. Oh, God. And uh, now I feel like we kind of got to know each other a little better. Admittedly, not that well. You told me I had survivor's guilt. That, I that, asked if you thought you had survivor's guilt. No, I liked that. I liked that. I think maybe you're onto something, and you know what? I can fucking take it. I can take it, dude. I got survivor's guilt. Well, I feel like you see me, man. I like, don't know that I do. You see me. Yeah. I, I mean, I physically see you, but. You're standing in the frozen aisle of the grocery store. Okay. You're looking at a wall of uh -huh. pizzas. Yeah. You open up the glass door. What one do you reach for? California Pizza Kitchen Margarita Pizza. Oh, you bougie bitch. I I, I think they taste very good. And I, in my head, they're a little healthier for you. <sighs> I'm going to enjoy beating the shit out of you. Oh, God. Well, Stacy, thanks for coming by. You bet. Can you drive me to Kroger right quick? I think I don't have a choice. Oh, wait. I can't go. It's too far. I'll wait right here. You go, Kroger. Thanks for listening to My Neighbors Are Dead. I'm your host, Adam Peacock. The show was produced by myself and Nate Dufort with editing done by Nate Dufort. Original music was composed by Jesse Case with additional music by Dane Halverson. Our artwork was done by Mark Nishan. Stacey Hemphill was played by Holly Laurent. You can catch Holly as a co-host of the podcast Mega, available wherever you get your podcasts. If you'd like to support My Neighbors Are Dead while getting unique swag and a look behind the scenes of how we make the show, go to patreon.com slash mynaborsaredead. No amount is too small and every bit helps. If you have yet to rate and review the show on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, please take a second to do so now. It helps us grow and it helps new neighbors find the show. And you can find us on Facebook and at Instagram at mynaborsaredead and on Twitter at mydeadneighbors. Stop by, give us a follow, and share your favorite episodes. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. I'm Hallie Labonte from Mega the Podcast. 
I'm a weekend producer at Twin Hills, a fictional megachurch in Broad Ripple, Indiana. And I'm Gray Haas. I'm the youth pastor of our church's teen ministry called Climax. On every episode of Mega the Podcast, we improvise with a new guest comedian playing a different character from our community. Tune in and hear episodes with guests like Cecily Strong. How would you me off? Or whatever? Sorry, am I allowed to say that? I don't know. You know what? It's covered in the blood. Rory Scovel. Uh, yeah, I said, hey, we could build houses or we could, uh, we could build our faith in Christ out on a golf course. Eliza Coop. The way I plow the snow yeah. is uh, I'm not doing it by any other guidance except from from God. And Scott adds it. Physics is the proof of God. Wow. Because it's perfect. Oh. Uh, well. Do you know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. We couldn't think of physics. Right. Only he could think of physics. Isn't that right? We're on Campfire Media. Listen to Mega wherever you find podcasts. Campfire. Hiya, I'm Hallie Labonte from Mega the Podcast. I'm a weekend producer at Twin Hills, a fictional mega church in Broad Ripple, Indiana. And I'm Gray Haas. I'm the youth pastor of our church's teen ministry called Climax. On every episode of Mega the Podcast, we improvise with a new guest comedian playing a different character from our community. Tune in and hear episodes with guests like Cecily Strong. How would you me off or whatever? Sorry, am I allowed to say that? I don't know. You know what? It's covered in the blood. Rory Scovel. Uh, yeah, I said, hey, we could build houses or we could, uh, we could build our faith in Christ out on a golf course. Eliza Coop. The way I plow the snow yeah. is uh, I'm not doing it by any other guidance except from from God. And Scott adds it. Physics is the proof of God. Wow. Because it's perfect. Oh. Uh, well. Do you know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. We couldn't think of physics. Right. Only he could think of physics. Isn't that right? We're on Campfire Media. Listen to Mega wherever you find podcasts. Campfire.